You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Do you enjoy stories about diwatas, tikbalangs, or duendes? Would you call yourself a fan of Filipino mythology? Given how deeply Western literature has influenced Filipinos, it's a safe bet that some of you would say, no. Don't worry though, Filipino author Eliza Victoria understands. Just the fact that most of our mythology isn't really known, like a lot of it has been lost, a lot of yung mga kwento natin, not like, I think the average Filipino would know more about Greek mythology and Roman, yung mythology of the West rather than our own. It is necessary to extrapolate and to fill in the gaps, and that's where you find good stories. Eliza wrote After Lambana and Wounded Little Gods, which were recently picked up by US-based Tuttle Publishing. If it isn't clear yet, this is a very big deal for Filipino authors everywhere. I'm Franco Luna, Puma Podcast. In this episode, let's find out. What was the inspiration behind Eliza's work? And what was it like to bring Filipino mythology to a Western audience? So how does a Filipino graphic novel get picked up by an international publisher exactly? Here's Eliza at the Fully Booked Chats episode over the weekend. Hindi ko maalala kung kailan siya exactly, but I remember just getting a a message from Miss Nida, maybe just letting me know that she's going to send some titles to this uh, publisher called Tuttle nga na based in the US. And at the time, I guess it was in the middle of lockdown ng 2020, and I was just like, I have so many things going on, and I'm like, whatever, okay, just send it off. Wala namang mangyayari, alam mo yan, like yung sinabi rin ni Mervyn na we would get offers like, oh, we'll turn this title into a movie or a TV show or we'll pitch, whatever. Then nothing happened. So I'm just like, you know what, there's a global health crisis, whatever, just turn it over. And then I think when I first got the news na confirmed na and then the contract started getting <laughs> getting sent over email, I was like, ah, so I guess mangyayari talaga. Totoo pala to. Eliza was referring to publishing manager Nida Ramirez, formerly of Viz Print Incorporated, and now behind Avenida Books, which was launched during the COVID-19 pandemic. After Lambana is a noir-tinged graphic novel that sees the Diwata rise at a time when all magic is prohibited. On the other hand, Wounded Little Gods is equal parts mythology and sci-fi thriller that marries Philippine folklore with the dark side of the country's history with eugenics. Eliza says the inspiration came from her own life and the experiences of regular Filipinos. She spent most of her life in Cagayan Valley, though she recently migrated to Australia. 
when I was writing Mundo de Leto Gods, because the inspiration really is, I mean, it starts from eugenics, but I always want to return it to the Filipino experience. So I was thinking, may connection ba tayo dito? And then I found out about the, yun ang sa Bilibid, yung may mga inmates who were inoculated with, I think, cholera. I think it's just also from my own experience. Yung summary ng Mundo de Little Gods. I was describing Regina as a young woman who splits her time between the province and the city. That's my situation. And the situation of so many Filipinos. Dahil, unfortunately, wala pang masyadong infrastructure and, you know, job creation in the province. It's still, it's still very much wanting. So maraming mga pumupunta sa syudad para mag-aral, tas doon na rin magtrabaho. And just to address the elephant in the room for avid fans... No, Eliza says there will be no sequel. After Lambana is a finished product. So yes, you can go ahead and write your fanfiction if you want. Eliza says she'd even appreciate that. So what does this newfound international success mean for her audience and future stories? I think I do still write primarily for a Filipino audience. Like, I, I don't over-explain things. That makes the reading experience more more exciting, more enriching, I think, instead of, you know, like hand-holding the reader every step of the way. Because <laughs> the joy is in the specifics, you know? Like, if you go through yung pages ng After Lambana, yung poste na may sign to pero, yung mga ganun, because you, you know, like you feel mm-hmm. the texture of the city in the in the story itself. Siguro ayaw ko lang yung ma-exotisize siya masyado, na parang, yeah. like, it will be held up and say, eto yung Filipino culture, and I'm like, it's just one story. And here's Mervyn Malonzo, the comic book artist responsible for bringing After Lambana to life. Filipino naman talaga yung reader ko, kasi parang feeling ko ito yung trinatrabaho kong audience, na parang gusto kong iangat, <laughs> kumbaga. Feeling ko education yung main point ng, ng natin pag nagsusulat parang uh, may gusto tayong mensahe na gusto iparating. So, so Filipino talaga yung aking audience. Ano lang, idadali mo lang yung sarili mo dun sa, sa world habang nag-draw. Feeling ko, uh, okay siya. Okay na okay magiging pagtanggap ng mga, mga tao dito. Hmm. Kung hindi man, hindi, okay. Okay lang. Uh, <laughs> Mervyn is something of a household name among contemporary Filipino comic artists. He's behind titles like Tabipo and Ang Subersibo. Both After Lambana and Wounded Little Gods are distinctly Pinoy, something both artists say show their most authentic side. Although Wounded Little Gods was written an administration ago, both Mervyn and Eliza say the political undertones are clear in their work. I have to say that my own, I think my own politics shines really clear through my own work. I guess whenever people want to discuss After Lambana, they focus on the disease. But in my mind, it's really more yung systemic disorder. Yes, it is about the disease, but at the same time, it's really more um, how systems fail us and the greed of politicians, the greed of human beings. Yun yung feeling ko dati. I mean, simula na nag-pandemics, parang nagpunta tayo sa world. Parang sa ganun, nag-change yung worldview ko na parang may mga evil talaga na sa mundo pala talaga na dapat puksain. Ayun, yung mga politicians yung sinasabi ko. May mga sundalo kasi na Spoiler! Kaya, 
For aspiring writers or illustrators looking to get into the indie publishing scene in the Philippines, Mervin has this piece of advice. Huwag kang mag-focus na talaga dun sa parang international agad or ma-publish agad. Focus ka sa work. Dun sa mismong work, galingan mo, uh, gawawa ka ng paraan para maging maganda yung work talaga. As in, kung ano yung gusto mong sabihin, ano yung paano mo siya gusto sabihin, na hindi pa nagagawa ng iba, na hindi pa na, yung paraan na ikaw lang yung, ma- yung makakapag-deliver, kumbaga. But despite their success, the two said the industry still has a long way to go. Nandiyan naman lagi yung dream na magkaroon pa tayo ng mas malaking support. Not just from, you know, individual consumers, but the government, I guess, the, the industry in a way. Because at the moment, all of the artists in the Philippines, let's say almost all, are juggling so many things. Like, they're juggling day jobs, they're juggling side gigs. Kaya walang time, really, to create. Personally, that's my dream, to, to be able to do this full-time. And I hope other writers and artists can do the same. <laughs> yeah. And that was today's episode of Teka Break. Again, I'm Franco Luna, Puma Podcast. This episode was written by myself. It was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.